I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to episode 102 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me. And Today we're reading the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 3, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible. And I'm smoking the Gloria de Leon Grand Domino by Curavari in the Poderosos 6x48 Vitola. And Curavari doesn't have these uh, listed on their website, so let's go to foxcigar.com where I picked them up and uh, see what they have to say. Gloria de Leon Grand Domino Poderosos. The pure Nicaraguan Gloria de Leon Grand Domino from Curavari is a medium to full-bodied cigar that is reminiscent of Cuban cigars during their peak. These rich cigars are full of spice, cream, cherry, cocoa, and coffee. The Gloria de Leon is known for its amazing quality while maintaining a great price. And the uh, wrapper, binder, and filler are all Nicaraguan. And as I said before, the Poderosos is a 6x48 Vitola. And uh, Fox Cigar also has available on their website the Prominente, which is a six and three quarter by 54, and the Tremendos, which is a four and a half by 44. And if you go to the Curavari website, they have two additional sizes uh, the Fuerza, four and a half by 50, and the Dominante, which is a five and a quarter by 54. That is the Gloria de Leon by Curavari. So let's go ahead and get back into uh, a reading of Matthew chapter 3. And again, I'm reading the English Standard Version, the ESV. And verse 1 reads, In those days... John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? And Spurgeon has commentary on the previous verse, verse 7. He says, When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? These were the influential people of the times. The Pharisees were the ritualists of that age, and the Sadducees were the rationalists of the period. Why, John, you ought to have smoothed your tongue a bit and have said some pleasant words to these great men, for by so doing, perhaps you might have won some of these Pharisees or coaxed some of these Sadducees into the kingdom. But that is not John's method. He is plain-spoken and deals truthfully with his hearers, for he knows converts made by flattery are but flattering converts that are of no real value. And we'll continue reading in verse 8. Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And Spurgeon comments on verses 16 and 17, When Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water. The heavens suddenly opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming down on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my, my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. In this scene, John had just baptized Jesus in the Jordan River, 
And John recognized that he was the son of God because the sign from heaven for which he had been told to look had been given. As Jesus came up out of the water, the Spirit of God descended on him in a visible form and rested on him. At the same time, the dove descended and lighted on Christ. A voice from heaven identified Jesus. This was the voice of God the Father, who did not reveal himself in a bodily shape, but uttered wondrous words such as mortal ears had never before heard. The Father revealed himself, not to the eyes as the Spirit did, but to the ears. And the words he spoke clearly indicated that it was God the Father bearing witness to his beloved Son. The entrance of Christ into his public ministry on earth was the chosen opportunity for the public manifestation of the intimate union between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Some seem to suppose that Jesus Christ is our Savior to the exclusion of God the Father and of God the Holy Spirit, but this is a most erroneous idea. We are saved by the precious blood of Christ, but God the Father and God the Holy Spirit have had their share in the great work of our salvation as well. In order that we might not fall into the error in which some have been entangled, it pleased God to give us, at the beginning of Christ's public ministry, a distinct intimation that he did not come alone and that he did not undertake the work of our redemption apart from the other adorable persons of the ever-blessed Trinity. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Matthew. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to today's cigar and also Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless. Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals. And the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And I'd appreciate it if you would tell your friends. So until next time... Have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.